That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a Notre Dame recruiting debate with a lot of nuance. Edition of the Always Irish Show. Still struggling with the voice and this sinus, whatever this is. Bear with me. Thank you for dealing with it. I'm struggling, but content is king, and it doesn't care how you feel. Welcome in. Welcome back. Obviously, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps Yanni Boy out as well. Notifications on it where you will learn it every time a new episode drops. I know you don't want to miss anything. Twitter, search bar, always Irish. Rat, always Irish. Emails, always Irish. Andy at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want it. You can get it if you don't want to see my face. I don't blame you. Call in lines. 312-988-15. You dialed up. Tell Johnny all you've heard and seen. Instagram, Facebook, always Irish Shake. USA Today, Fighting Irish Wire. Read all about it. Patreon.com, a slash always Irish. Former captain, leading tackler. By the way, Mike Cools via myself. Breaking it all down. Behind the paywall with no barriers. What could go wrong? Nothing. A lot goes right. Thanks to everybody that's there. All right. Age-old debate. Notre Dame football recruiting in a modern era. There's always a lot of different ways to think about it, rationalize things, embrace it, reject it, debate it, whatever. It's a hot topic. Always has been. And I get messages often about it. So as we go over this, this is going to take from all of us some open and honest critical thinking skills. There's a lot of nuance to this. Go with me on this journey and work it through in your head as I talk through some of this. Okay, there's nuance. We live in a world where everybody wants things to be black and white. All over here, all over there. Uh, politics. You're either all over here or all over there. There's not a comfortable middle ground to be right now. Same thing with this recruiting discussion. So a lot of attention's been brought on this 25 Notre Dame recruiting class. According to 247, the class sits at number one in the country. That feels good. But if you followed recruiting at all, you know this is not going to last. It's just not. Notre Dame's not going to end up at the top class in 25. That That's just not going to happen. But that's where they're at right now. And a big reason Notre Dame's sitting at number one right now is because they have 16, 17 commits. I think there were 16 when I wrote this article. Now there's another one, 17. It's a very high number of commits for this time of the year for the whole following class next year. And the question I've been getting more and more is, why is Notre Dame, quote, settling on so many three stars in this class so early in this class? Notre Dame's got, depending on where you're looking, seven to eight of them so far. The most recent, Sean Terry, and then Matty Augustine. Those are the last two. Both three stars as have now jumped on board. Here's 
where the nuance comes in. Here's where you got to be open to thinking about this a different way than what we've been programmed to think of it as Notre Dame fans, as we lived through regime after regime after regime that couldn't get Notre Dame recruiting right. Okay. Number one is, yes, we would all prefer that when a guy commits to Notre Dame, they're all four and five stars. When they commit, the day they say, I want to go to Notre Dame, you want to go to Rivals and see a four or five stars by that guy's name. This class, any class, obviously. That means less, in theory, if you have all four or five star guys, less development needed in college before they could help you in a consensus of eye ceiling and, and stability there. If all these national guys think a guy's five-star, then, then there's a reason for that, right? Theoretically, it's less risk of a recruiting bust the higher the star should be. Otherwise, why are we doing this if it doesn't inform that? Okay, so that's what we would all want. Obviously, that's not realistic for Notre Dame, and we all know that. So you end up with three stars, a decent amount of them. My contention is that a lot of three-man free stars are not built like Kelly RKG three stars that look like me. And you strap a gold helmet on them and say, go play football for Notre Dame. It ain't going to work. Freeman's group is way, 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 way better at evaluating than that regime was. Way. When I say way, I mean night and day. When I say way, I mean 100% different. What that means is multiple of those three stars now in the 25 class, if nothing stupid happens, when they get to be seniors and they redo the, the ranking Juniors and seniors are, are measured differently. When they redo all this, you might have four more guys that are bumped up to four-star right away. Reef Dixon, Augustine Anderson. When they redo that and those guys classify into the senior uh, scale, all those guys could rise into four-star status next year. That changes the calculation of this class a lot. When you could flip four more of those three stars that people don't know about into fours, now you're cooking. You may have four of them guys. The other thing is, there may be some guys that stay as three stars, but outplay that like Ben Morrison. The staff has a knack for recognizing talent early. Not only recognizing talent early, but letting them commit early. Kelly liked to wait. If there was three stars they liked, not have them commit, wait, see how they develop that uh, senior year, whatever, see what happens. These guys are saying, I believe in these guys. They're going to rise up. We want them locked in early. Morrison, Keeley, Young. All those guys Notre Dame was in on before they either rose in the recruiting rankings a ton or played a lead on the field. Notre Dame was in on all those guys early. 
look what they look what they turned into in recruiting or on the field in Morrison's case. In terms of, is it too early to take three stars? Again, this is where the poison of the Kelly era is affecting Notre Dame fans' minds. This is not, we're at the end of the class, we have a bunch of needs, and uh, we're striking out on all the big-time guys, but we need to fill these spots. We're going to go get a bunch of Johns that are three stars and sign them up. This is not that. This is Notre Dame saying these guys are going to rise up their senior year. We want them locked in before then. We trust our evaluations. You may have three, four, five of these guys that are three stars now. When it reboots into them being seniors, they're going to move up. Wouldn't be surprised you had four more, uh, four stars in that class. Also, the other thing to look at, if you're looking at like a three-star guy, Augustine's a great example. You're like, oh, man, O-line you, you know, shouldn't you be getting four or five-star guys? Listen, look at the offer lists of a lot of these guys. When Bama's offering Matty Augustine, good enough for me. Michigan, as much as I hate to say it, Michigan's O-line plays the way Notre Dame's, Notre Dame people talk about their O-line playing. You follow me? Oh, that hurts to say. Makes me sick to my stomach. I already feel like crap. Makes me feel worse. Michigan played O-line last year the way Notre Dame fans talk about Notre Dame playing it, but they don't when it matters the most. Augustine's got a BAM offer, a Michigan offer, an Ohio State offer. Not bad for a three-star guy, right? Does that sound like a three-star offer list? Doesn't to me. So you got to look at that as well. So overall, yeah, I agree. I would feel much more comfortable if every guy in the class is four or five stars when they agree to come to Notre Dame and commit. But I do provide leeway for this staff in a way I did not with previous staffs because they have proven to me they are superior evaluators in every way. Work ethic, targeting certain body types and features, just all of it. It's a night and day evaluation process. So in this way, Freeman three stars, I look at much differently than Kelly three stars until I'm proven that the staff's dead wrong on a lot of these guys and and they're no good. Can't help Notre Dame. I get that that is uncomfortable. We all want to be the best. Give me all five-star guys, number one. Let's go. I get it. We got to understand Notre Dame's different. They got to do things different. Some of that changes, but some of it's never going to change. I'm starting to trust these evals because they've been pretty darn good so far. Pretty darn good so far. So, Couple main points. Number one is a lot of those guys that are three stars now, keep in mind, they're not even seniors. They're likely to move up. You could have three or four or five more, four stars out of this group when this is all said and done. In that way, Notre Dame's getting ahead of the curve. 
This is different than getting up again. If you take one thing, this is different than Kelly filling the back end of a recruiting class where he struck out on all the good guys with whatever three-star wanted to come to Notre Dame. This is not that process. It's totally different. This is not that. This is them identifying guys that are going to rise and, and wanting them in before that rise. And you could only do that if you trust your evaluations and the staff does. And so far, they've been very good. And so that's number one is a lot of those guys are going to end up four stars when the class is over. And then number two on the timing, again, it's totally different. It's not desperation. It's intentional. Don't mix those up. So I get that some of this is a little uncomfortable. We all want the best guys. I get it. But this staff's doing it differently. And I don't blame some Notre Dame fans who have been burnt from the way they recruited before, which was nowhere near good enough to get Notre Dame where they need to go. They're doing it different. And remember, a part of the big appeal at the beginning of the Freeman era was different. I wanted different. I wanted a different process, a different way to think about Notre Dame and roster building and all that. Because the old way didn't work. And so it's uncomfortable to do things a new way. But the old way didn't work. I'd rather be uncomfortable and maybe get a different result than comfortable and miserable, which is what we have been. Another thing to add to this is, if Notre Dame could have a good 24 season, get in the playoff and win a game or something, recruiting's going to tick up even more. Here's the future. Here's what I see. Teams in the college football playoff almost every year or every year are going to dominate recruiting, and then that's going to allow them to stay in the playoff almost every year. I'm telling you. Kids are only going to want to start going to the schools that are in the playoff and get that extra month of showcase big-time games every year, almost every year. That's what I see happening. There's going to be a bunch of teams that are in it every year. That'll help the recruiting, and then those same teams are going to be good year in and year out. Notre Dame's got to make sure they're one of those destinations. And the only way you could really start that off on the right foot is being a part of it this year. So I realize some of you are going to say, here goes John, covering for Freeman again. You know, uh, we were supposed to get a late recruiting. Now half the class is three stars. John, you're making excuses. If you choose to ignore the facts I've laid out in front of you, that is up to you. But I see a major difference in how this is being approached. But it is nuanced. You got to dig a little to see those differences. But they're there, and I think they're stark. So keep in mind, these three-star-ish type guys now are nothing like the three-star-ish guys Kelly had that all looked like my body type. Keep that in mind. Things are changing. It's uncomfortable. Embrace it. 